Good morning and welcome to episode eight of the Quickie Podcast. Today's guest is Laura Ramsey from Laura Ramsey Design in Vancouver, British Columbia. Beautiful Vancouver, British Columbia, I should add. Uh, Laura is a very talented graphic designer. I love her work. I really love the, the, what she's done with her Instagram as well. So definitely check that out. Laura Ramsey Design on Instagram. And let's get right to today's episode. Here we go. Welcome to the Quickie Podcast, the daily interview show where we talk to graphic designers about their journey to the creative field, and we do it in 30 minutes or less. So, are you ready for a Quickie? Laura, I wanted to thank you for joining the show. Thank you for having me. Everyone, this is Laura from Laura Ramsey Design. Uh, Laura, are you ready for a quickie? I am. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> uh, briefly tell the listeners about yourself. Uh, so about myself, oh, from the Okanagan, moved to the, the big city to escape <laughs> a little bit and found um, design as, I guess, a primary interest. I don't really, I didn't even really know what design was, but um, Vancouver's awesome. You know, got the outdoors, biking, cycling, um, still play soccer. Nice. Um, yeah, I just love, love being, being in the city actually now. So, mm-hmm. great. Whereabouts in Vancouver do you live? Um, I live in Yelltown. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's great location, a little noisy. But uh, everything else is great, so can't complain too much. Awesome. So tell me about your childhood. Was it what was it like? Do you feel you had a creative childhood? So I feel like I did. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel <clears throat> creative childhood. I'm not sure exactly what that would have been um, because I love just doing anything. Say like sculpting, painting, adventuring out into the mountains, um, anything that was tangible, mm-hmm. I loved. Creating something out of that was even better. So it could be we found one, one is, you know, we would always go out and just, there's one cave on the mountain that we found and we're like, yeah, let's like make this our home. We decorated it all, made it so pretty and then, you know, like a couple weeks later, someone was actually living in it. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, probably not coming back. So yeah, you made a great house there. Yeah, anything that made somebody else feel better when we created something—that's what drew me to kind of exploring a little bit more. Interesting, interesting. Mm. So then, take us back to when you first started noticing design in the wild, or, or started paying attention and noticing design. Um, design in general, I guess it would be, for me, it's not just say graphic design or Mm -hmm. print web, um, but more or less just in your entire life, everything that you see in a day to day, your environment, 
I see, the way that I see things is like the textures of greenery, the leaves, um, the tones of, you know, clouds in the sky to the pavement, if it's broken up over time, just little things that I love that I feel like is design that's more patterns abstract. Mm-hmm. Um, I started noticing that earlier and I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool. So then I would try to mimic it in drawings and then I guess, yeah, painting. That's great. So you must love like the gas town cobblestone areas, right? Just the way that all comes together. Yeah. I love, I love the history of, um, I guess Gastown, yeah, is a very good example of that. Um, I love keeping things minimal, but having that extra little bit of history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to a lot of history. When in April we're traveling, my wife and my kids are traveling to Ireland. Um, we're all going there together, so I think there's a lot of history and things to take in there. So. Yeah, never been, but that's definitely a place I'd like to. Neither have I. I've never been outside yeah. North America. So. <laughs> um, so what is something that you wish you knew when you first started out in this design world? One thing would be to be more confident and um, to not let clients run you down. Mm-hmm. I guess like be more, just stand up for what you actually work for mm-hmm. and be concrete and always work with contracts. <laughs> yes. Be like, this is what's going to happen. You know, it does take time to figure out how your process works, but I learned a lot, you know, like I learned the hard way. Of course. Um, jumping into freelance nine years ago, mm-hmm. learned a lot, you know, from mistakes, but I wouldn't do it any other way. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. They always say that the terms and conditions page is there for a reason and it's just filled with horror stories and that's what created it. Yeah. And, and, and it really winds down to what type of client you actually want to work with. Mm-hmm. And usually if they see that, they, sometimes people get scared away and then, you know, you're like, well, then that's maybe better. <laughs> so <laughs> Yes. <laughs> So how do you get a project started, whether you're staring at a blank screen or a blank notebook page? How do you get started? Oh, I, I, depending on any, any project, I love researching. I have a, my, one of my favorite books is, um, Signs and Symbols of Mythology, Mm. which can span across any project. And it has, the basics of design in there in a way that's not typical to graphic design, but any design element. And so I kind of put notes within that and then pull mood boards from the internet, either Pinterest, um, other influential sites, and then just build it upon there, just sketching and Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you really sort of pull together a bunch of ins- inspiring pieces and elements that you feel resonate with the, the, the direction that the customer and you want to go. Yeah, yeah. And to I like to really understand the client and mm-hmm. what the client is and their purpose. Mm-hmm. Like they may not understand, you know, really what they want, 
So diving into, you know, what they want now, but in five years and 10 years, because the brand will obviously brands morph and you want to make sure that they're guided in the right direction to do so, or else maybe they're completely not ready for that. And then they'll have to redesign again. Mm -hmm. So it depends on what they know. And so I'll, I love to, that's my a huge part of the research is working directly with them to figure that out. Yep. Makes sense for sure. Yeah. So what's been the most influential design of your life so far? could be something you've seen, something you've been a part of. I feel like, of course, traveling. Um, we ended up in Indonesia mm-hmm. and seeing all their hand-carved decor, their doors, their buildings, their it's it's not over the top, but it's it's so intricate mm-hmm. and blending that with staying minimal as like I guess a minimalist. Um, I feel like those those trends or design really influence all my work. Yeah. Um, just like it's a little bit of history, but it's it's really it's just. Um, keeping keeping down to earth, organic, um, not too futuristic. Um, I like keeping a bit more raw mm-hmm. and personal, with a bit of a personal touch into my work. So, um, so definitely like yeah. artisan crafted. Yeah, yeah, I really like that, and I feel like it really is a main focus of my clientele. Um, and I like working with them as well. So it's more organic and local, um, handmade, that type of work. Nice. Yeah. So do you ever run into creative blocks and how do you get past them? Always. Always. <laughs> Every um, project. <laughs> always. Everyone. Um, you know, I when I do run into them, I just I put on some music. And um, I started listening to Rufus to Soul, and his music is super upbeat and fun, and it kind of like you know it gets you moving, and then you're like, okay, let's like focus now. <laughs> <laughs> um, other than music, I love just to get outside, some fresh air, and escape the noise of the city. Really gets yeah. you to to just focus on one thing instead of so many different things going on. So obviously there's a, I love snowshoeing and up on Cyprus, there's this perfect trail. And especially if it snows in the morning and then I'll just take the day off, I go and just hang out there and it's, it's perfect. And then I'm rejuvenated and good to go. I have not been snowshoeing since probably elementary school. Oh, you got to get out there. I have to go. (laughs) Who was the artist that you said you were listening to? Rufus. Rufus Dussault. They're actually coming here um, in a couple weeks. Oh, cool. Exciting, yes. Where are they playing? Uh, I think they're playing at the Peony. Peony Forum there. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, so has social media changed graphic design, or the process of design, and do you feel that it is beneficial or harmful? I, oh, it's, it, that was a, 
a harder question because when I started, social media wasn't really there. Like there was obviously probably LinkedIn. There was um, Facebook just started and Instagram didn't even start until a couple years after I began. Mm -hmm. And so I definitely have to say, yes, it's, it has made a positive impact. It's definitely changing and it, it has evolved the main, I, I guess, description of graphic design Mm -hmm. as it started just with, you know, letterpress print, um, not so much web, but really intricate hard work with your pans. Um, but I definitely say, yes, it's good because I just use Instagram for my business Mm -hmm. and it's a great way just to get it out there. And it's a free platform for the most part, unless you want to pay. And then, um, yeah, but no, it's great. And I worked with a e-com startup, which it's all to do with social media. (laughs) And you learn, you learn a lot, super fast paced. And there's just, it's never, it's ever changing. So, yeah. That's right. Because when you're designing, you know, a print piece, you get, you get some life out of that print piece with the things that you're creating and designing for social you get two or three hours and then it's sort of moved out of the mainstream yeah like even like a lot of pieces like will work you know it'll be a, a week or two build up to create the campaign and then sometimes they're like don't we're not gonna even do it let's just do this one thing and then you have an hour and then that's what runs you're like, no <laughs> oh man you still get yeah. pay- you still get paid hopefully yes <laughs> <laughs> perfect uh, so who is a designer or a brand that you look up to or closely follow? And what do you like about them? Um, so I would actually have to say is one of my good friends now, her name's Janine Blocklinger. Mm-hmm. And I met her at um, BCIT here when I went back for web design. And she's from Switzerland. Mm-hmm. And she is an incredible designer. She's Ever since I've seen her work, I'm like, I just want to like pick her brain and understand how she, you know, anything, any of her processes and how she comes up with those ideas. It's incredible. Um, but I know like her schooling was way more intense than what we have here, you know, like <laughs> 400 applicants and 10 people get in Wow, per, per year. So, um, and she got accepted the first year into three of them. So obviously she only went into one, but that really says like, she's, you know, she knows her shit. So. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> uh, is so, she, yeah. is yeah. she on Instagram? Do you want to give her a shout out? Um, she is, she doesn't do too much design right now. Cause she just had a child, yeah. but um, I think it's like J blow J underscore B L O E. I think that's what it is. But, um, yeah, I keep on telling her to put her stuff up. And she just, her 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 company is called um, J, JB Branding and Design. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so she just relaunched her website, and it's, it's so cool. You can totally tell she's Swiss. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so how can design make a difference in people's lives? 
Oh, it will make, is everything, <laughs> everything in the wild. It's, um, I think one thing that I've noticed was you may have been in obviously in glass town and in the back alleys, mm -hmm. they repainted and made it fun and inviting. And it's, you know, to bring you into a place that's not scary, but the unknown and to give you a different feeling of what the downtown could be like. And so that's what they've done to bring in emotion and um, to change, I guess, the way that they've, they can use design. So to influence your, yeah. Perception altering it. Exactly. Yeah. So that, that's one good idea, but I think it's, it's everywhere and design is, you know, in, in nature, that's where I look for most inspirations is in nature. Mm -hmm. um, the color tones and then obviously elsewhere. But, yeah. Awesome. That um, The alley you're talking about, that's uh, Acker's Alley, I think it's called? You know, I, I don't was, even know. It was where they painted oh. like pink and they got a basketball hoop. And it's, yeah, yeah, the basketball. Uh, yeah, I know the, I know the design team that was behind that. That was uh, oh. HCMA down in Gastown. Yeah, no, they were great. I was like, I was so stoked that they got to do that. So, yeah, Mark Bussey had a big hand in sort of putting that piece together. Yeah. Um, so, how do you gauge if your designs are resonating with their intended audience? Uh, I would say they actually reach out to me, mm -hmm. um, just saying, like, you know, like, it's, this was amazing. Like, I guess, you know, obviously, data. Um, yeah. You can always gauge it by that. But I work, as I work closely with my clients, they'll reach out and keep me up to date with their progress, how it's going. You know, if we need to tweak it a little bit to get that little bit extra, then then we'll do that. But it's really just, most of it's just verbal, which, um, or they'll just call me up. So it's great. I love awesome. staying close. Yeah. Yeah, staying in touch with the feedback from the customer. Yes. Because if their business is growing or they're getting a lot of feedback, then it's working. Yeah. So take us to a horror story, a design or a project or something you're a part of that did not bring the desired result. And what was that like? Well, um, <laughs> <laughs> I have a – well, I don't have a few, but one is – I was working with a e-com startup mm -hmm. and I was the lead designer and they wanted to have a full brand logo, you know, um, color palettes. It was for a private label for a shoe private label. Mm -hmm. And they're like, we need this done like by end of day today. I'm like, what? <laughs> Just not really sure what the goal is, you know, what the products look like, yeah. the intent, who's our market. Like, there's no nothing done to that. And usually that takes quite a while to get the right stats together. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, with reviews and different, different concepts. But, you know, we had to do it in with probably three hours. <laughs> so, oh, my gosh. No, building that, like, it... it it went through production, everything sold, sold some of the label. But then, you know, after not even a year, they're like, what happened? What's going on with this? And 
like, well, that's what happens when you don't do research and, <laughs> and spend time to build something. You know, it's not, it's not always about rushing and getting, pushing things out. So yeah, I was upset about that, but, um, couldn't, couldn't really change it mm -hmm. until we actually had to do, redo the whole thing. So, so that might tie interesting into the next question uh, that I want to ask is what's a piece of advice or something that you would give to a new design grad or somebody who's learning uh, or looking to make their mark in the industry? I would say don't be picky. Um, I was taught to take everything in, work with as many different clients, industries, projects as possible mm -hmm. to really understand what you want to do. Yeah. You know, you, you may not want to have to do like, you know, PowerPoints forever or brochures or something just, I, I did a lot of that before. And then I started getting into more fun projects. Um, you know, I guess more branding, um, in larger full scale, mm -hmm. but yeah, I guess one, one thing is definitely just take it as it is, learn from that work with as many different clients and you'll start to understand what you really want to do and you're passionate about because yeah, like work, work should give you, you know, income, but at the same time you should really love what you do. Mm -hmm. And that just takes time and don't rush in to be like, okay, I'm going to start off as like, say like a junior designer and a year later I'm going to be like, you know, mid, mid, senior designer you like I just want to like the title yeah. but realistically like a lot of people just want that title but you may not be there quite yet mm -hmm. you know like, take take your time really just understand what those titles mean and what you're actually supposed to know mm -hmm. and just I think just it's just time and knowledge and your experience give me two weeks and I'll be creative director exactly <laughs> So what is a project that you've been a part of that you are the most proud of? It could be something that just went so great or the reception of it was great uh, or just something that, you know, warmed your heart and made your heart sing more than others. I feel there's so many that I, that I put my heart into mm -hmm. um, and work really closely with them. So I'm proud about all most of them. Um, but I would say the one that I've been working with closely, obviously, is my sister, and um, she's she's a hair and makeup artist. Mm -hmm. So I've been working with her and involving her brand, her site, helping strategize her social, all her marketing, and um, you know, starting in Vancouver and then moving to Kelowna, and you know, adjusting all her website to to focus there. Um, and was yeah, she's actually nominated in the top five for BC um, BC Wedding Awards. Oh, so good for her! That's awesome. It makes, me, it makes me feel good that you know I've I've helped her get there a little bit. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's a really good one. Yeah. So what's next in graphic design? Do you see any emerging trends? Um, you know they they may already somewhat be here. I. I feel like the very, the minimal 
movements. They're not like animated gifs, but just slow movements, say, say on the web. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing too crazy because everybody's getting bombarded. You know, like, look at this, like either color, movement, flash, pop-ups. Um, I would still, it's still leaning towards keeping it very simple. Mm-hmm. Just the subtle effects will go long in a much longer, um, it'll just benefit you way better. Mm-hmm. Um, that way. And then I would say, you know, they say prints, prints dead, but I feel like there'll always be some really cool opportunities to bring print back. Um, hopefully in a more sustainable way that, you know, reusable products and using those companies that don't use toxic print. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I, I say keeping it, keeping it still minimal, um, simple and clean, not being afraid of white space, but not too simple that your user is confused on where things are. Mm-hmm. Like don't buy too many things. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Cause like, you know, like everything's hidden now or a lot of things are, mm-hmm. but I feel like just make it, just think back to like the simplest way of how your most, most of the demographic will work mm-hmm. or understand things. And, um, you know, like you have that, that one spectrum of let's just design anything crazy and just see how it goes. And then there's the very logistic site. Um, but I'd say, yeah, like definitely have the creative freedom, but, um, just keep in mind, like, you don't want to confuse your <laughs> customer. Yeah, that would be mission not accomplished. No. no. <laughs> so what is one design product, tool, website, or community that you just could not live without? Definitely Behance is incredible. Mm-hmm. I love, love seeing everybody's work on there. Um, and I guess, you know, this. I guess as like a community, just getting outside and taking bits and pieces from your just day-to-day life. Mm-hmm. Um, say like if, so most of my clientele are in Vancouver. So just being around in Vancouver, seeing what's going on, um, taking bits and pieces of that kind of helps you gear towards like what's going to happen in the future or, you know, where the projects are going. Mm-hmm. Uh, Definitely be hands in that. Yeah. Just every day today. Perfect. That's a great. So the community that your, your clients are living in yeah. um, sort of gives you another look at where they may want the brand to go, where they want the design to go. Yeah. Perfect. Laura, that's the last of my questions. So I'm going to let you uh, back to your day. Well, thank you very much. It was nice to meet you and have a great day. All right. This is your host, Dave, sliding back in here. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode as much as I did. That was Laura Ramsey from Laura Ramsey Design in Vancouver. Check her out on Instagram, Laura Ramsey Design. And uh, thank you for listening. Really appreciate you. Take care.